Greetings, Disney fans, and so glad you could join us for this, the first Mouse Life podcast. To paraphrase Walt, to all who come to this happy place, welcome. This podcast is your podcast. If you love Disney like we do, then you're in the right place. Mouse Life will bring you the latest in Disney news, interviews, park reports, merchandise, and event coverage. How about doing a little introduction of yourself for us? Sure. Uh, my name is Len, uh, calling in from New York, uh, Brooklyn, New York. I've been a lifelong Disney fan, uh, love Disney merchandise. Wife and I probably go uh, at least two or three times a year. And uh, very, very happy to be talking Disney with this group of beautiful people. My name's Jeff. I'm coming to you from the uh, coastal North Carolina. And uh, I'm a beer salesman by trade. We get down to Disney World about once a year, if we're lucky. We're liable to make a weekend trip out of it because we're only about, from where we live, about a nine, nine-and-a-half-hour drive. And for us, that's a that's a three-day weekend. Uh, I've been going to Disney since I was two. I was there in 1972. I don't remember it because I was two years old. But we've gone pretty consistently since then, so I have an idea of Disney's past, at least from a, a visitor perspective. John, would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, I'm John. Um, I come from Pennsylvania, the northeastern part, uh, Wilkes-Barre, Scranton area. Um, I've been going to Disney since I was the age of two. I'm a blogger. I run a blog called It Started With All Started With The Mouse. Plus, I do some. I work in retail on the side. Other than that, that's about it. All right, thanks, John. Samantha, would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself? Hey guys, I'm Samantha, Kansas City born and raised, go Royals. Um, I have been going to Disney since I was about three months old. I have an older brother who's about four years older than me, so they drug me down there at a very young age. Don't remember any of that. We were actually joking the other night that I have very little memory of going to Disney until I was about 14, even though we went three to four times a year. So um, it's kind of fun looking back on pictures and all of that. Um, Hairstylist by trade. Disney travel agent by night, so that's really fun. So if you have any questions about travel, I'd love to answer them for you. Um, yeah, so baseball enthusiast, coffee lover, puppy mom, all that good stuff. Thanks, Samantha. Kathy, would you like to say a little bit about yourself? Sure. I am Kathy. Uh, Kathy K. You might know me as on Twitter. Um, I am one of those rarefied animals, a lifelong Floridian. I've lived uh, an hour away from Walt Disney World my whole life, so I have visited more times than I can count. I've been going to Disney World for you know since I was just a little girl, so it's one of my favorite places in the whole wide world. Um, I am a wife, and I'm the mother to a six-year-old little boy, and I was a TV producer uh, by trade and a PR professional, and now I am a full-time stay-at-home mom to that crazy little boy of mine, and I'm also a big sports fan, so go Gators, go Bucks, anything Florida, <laughs> I'm in for that, so that's that's me. All right, great, a local. Uh, Shelby, how about yourself? Hi, everyone. I'm Shelby. I'm from, well, I live in New York, but I'm born and raised in Pennsylvania. The first time I went to Walt Disney World was in 1981. I will not tell you how old I was then, because as far as I'm concerned, I'm constantly going to be 29 years old. I ha fell in love 
with Disney World the moment I walked down Main Street and saw that castle. It had me hooked, and it just it just got to me. My passion has since grown throughout the years, and I have been able to transfer that into my children, which I just love. And I am currently a Disney travel agent, and I just adore it. I love to talk about Disney so much that I drive my family absolutely crazy. Excellent. I think we probably all do a little bit of that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's that's truth. Jennifer S. We have two Jennifers. We're gonna call one Jennifer S. and one Jennifer K. Uh, Jennifer S. Would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself. Yes. So, hi everyone. Uh, so my name is Jennifer S. Um, I live in San Antonio, Texas, and um, I started going to Disney World also when I was, I believe, two was the first time I went. Um, anyways, I really love it. I have um, two kids. They are both boys, and they're 7 and 10, and they love Disney World as well. They are very big Mickey Mouse fans. Um, for work, I do promotions for different brands. Um, I also do social, social media, and then I um, have a blog as well. So it's uh, where Connor and JT go. So those are my two boys, and I kind of just blog about um, different places we travel to and uh, just kind of other stuff that they do around here where we live and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I think that's about it. Great. Thanks, Jennifer. Uh, Jennifer Kay, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, greetings from Wisconsin. I'm Jennifer Kay. Um, I am a lifelong Wisconsinite, but a lifelong lover of Walt Disney World. I've been going since I've been three and we make an annual trip. Usually it's a long week, um, you know, seven to 10 days that we're there to really experience everything and um, happy to always be able to go back and share that with my family and my extended family. So we travel often and are, are happy to share that love with all of you too. Great, everybody. Thanks so much for introducing yourselves. Uh, it's wonderful to be here with you and uh, let's go to Shelby for the news. Thanks, Len. The first story up is the date for Disneyland's Tower of Terror closing announced. Disney announced on September 1st that Tower of Terror will be closing on January 2nd, 2017. The Tower of Terror opened in 2004. The ride is an accelerated drop ride themed around the Twilight Zone. In July of this year, Disney announced that the Tower of Terror will be receiving a Guardians of the Galaxy makeover. The ride will go out with a flourish, though. Until January 2nd, commemorative merchandise will be available for purchase, special performances outside the tower, and a nightly event called Late Checkout, where guests will have the opportunity to experience the ride in complete darkness. Ooh. <laughs> that, was, no that would be fun. Has... That would be fun. I'll be the negative Nelly here. I'll say it. I think that with all this stuff, all of a sudden that Disney putting on for Tower of Terror. I think it's a Band-Aid for all of the negativity they got around it. I mean, people on social media were freaking oh, yeah, there was, out. Yeah. <laughs> there was a petition and everything that went around, and they got like 33,000 signatures or something like that. But oh. Yeah. I would sign it. I didn't do anything. Well, the I first, would sign it. Had, wasn't the first rumor that they were going to do it to the Disney World Tower of Terror? Yeah, I think so. people I think freaked so. out over that. Yeah, yeah they um, – but they – I don't believe they can do it to Tower of Terror out in no. Orlando because of the, the Marvel, Marvel contract. contract. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's it's like within 60 miles. 
of it that they can't do any other Marvel. I think that's why they can get away with it in California. Yeah, that's what I'd heard oh, too. Yeah. And yet, there's a rumor about the uh, universe of energy yeah. being turned into Guardians, yeah. Guardians of I the Galaxy. Guardians. Mm-hmm. I think Guardians is the one Marvel property that they can do here. I'm not positive about that, but that's something I, that I'd seen. So, th- so yeah, they ha- there are well, rumors about Universe right doing that. We could, um, we could build Guardians in Disney World, nothing else. Yeah, because Disney actually produced the Guardians okay. of the Galaxy movie, so I think that's why we can use that down in Walt Disney World. But they touch my tower in Walt Disney World... <laughs> we're gonna have serious issues. That's all I gotta say. Really? Yeah, they already took the parade. I'm still hurting over that one. Yeah, still, still a little bit hurt about that. Next up, Star Wars Rogue One toy release date announced. <laughs> the toy rumors have been spreading for months, and Lucasfilm made it official this week. A line of toys for Star Wars Rogue One will be released beginning on September 30th. The new line of Star Wars toys will be Matchbox cars, Funko Pops. The Black Series, which is a series of Star Wars action figures, Legos, and of course, the Disney figure playsets. Also beginning on September 30th is a global contest that invites fans to create their own short story films using Star Wars toys. Winning entries from around the globe will be chosen by a panel, including Rogue One, a Star Wars story, director Garth Edwards. Teen and adult fans can enter the Rogue One contest on StarWars.com backslash go rogue. And kids 8 through 12 can participate on Disney.com backslash My Rogue Story. The winners will be invited to Lucasfilm in San Francisco to attend a screening of Rogue One and see their short story on the big screen. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Lucas has really um, embraced the fan community the past few years, rightfully so, I think. Yeah, I think it's it's really sweet. My son would love it, but he's six. So, uh, he, he's six years old, so he's... He ages out, but he <laughs> he does it every day. So yeah, <laughs> that's right up his alley. <laughs> is is Star Wars a huge thing for kids that age now? Oh, oh, oh my yeah. gosh, we went Mine's to op- yeah, we service. went to opening day of the Force Awakens, and we had to tell explain him you can't tell anybody about this movie <laughs> until February. <laughs> then you can tell anybody you want. He was dying. He wanted to go to school and tell everybody, but he couldn't talk about it. That's funny, because that's exactly the age I was when the first Star Wars movie came out. Nice. Yeah. Oh. So I can remember it. I remember being, we saw it on the New Jersey boardwalk, and I remember being amazed at the very beginning of that movie, because nothing, I would never seen anything like that before. Yeah. The movies were a bigger was, deal then, yeah. too, because there were no VCRs or anything, but it was just, it was, it blew my mind. So I've been a huge Star Wars fan ever since. I don't know if anybody else did, but when The uh, Force Awakens came out, and they had the same thing, the toy release day, mm-hmm. I bought a little Millennium Falcon thing, just because I could. <laughs> I think <laughs> Toys, R Us, yeah. Toys R Us was probably cheering when they saw me coming. I have never gotten into Star Wars. My brother was huge into it. My dad still has figures or action figures or whatever hiding in storage, like perfect, pristine condition that are my brother's. But get those. I got nothing, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah, I I love Star Wars. I'm a big fan. My my six year old son is 
is I would maybe he's a casual fan. You know, he's not he can sort of take it or leave it. He likes the you know, we see the stormtroopers walking around at Hollywood Studios. He likes that sort of thing. He dressed as Darth Vader for Halloween a couple of years nice. ago, but it's not he's not a he's not a big fan. So I don't think we're going to be running out to buy the toys, but it is a big deal. And I know lots of people are you know really looking forward to to those toy release dates. Oh, yeah. You play your cards right, you could be the next Chewbacca mom. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Hey, you got to have goals, right? Yeah. Hashtag goals. Hashtag mom goals. <laughs> um, Jennifer said her kids are into the Lego Star Wars. Same here, but I'm. it's me, not <laughs> <laughs> Well, fun. some of those sets, you have to, like, you know, have a black card or something. Because oh, yeah. you, know, you drop $400 for the Ewok village. It's like. Hey, I want to build the castle. It's okay. You just guys. picked up the castle, actually. Uh, it's huge. Uh, yeah, I saw on someone's post from a gift shop that their Disney is selling it for like three hundred and forty-nine dollars, and it's a limit. One per person per day, because apparently people were trying to buy multiple to sell them. Oh my god! <laughs> to sell them, you know that what they're gonna do? They're gonna turn around and sell them on eBay. Yeah. 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 At the store store where I got mine in Manhattan, there were only two, so I, I got one of the last two, I guess. They're huge. The box is huge. Yeah. I just I give up. I just I just saw a picture of it today. It's like. It's like, wow. Yep, it's quite a build. All right, Shelby, you want to carry on with the news? Uh, Next up, currently at Walt Disney World theme parks, children are being asked to scan their fingerprints. And what appears to be a trial run, children, which in Disney's world are three to nine years old, have been asked to scan a finger after scanning their magic band for entrance into the parks. The reason behind this new procedure may be to prevent partial resale of children tickets since there was no way to verify the ticket's owner before. No word on the procedure for children under three, since they have no ticket, and Disney has not made an official announcement. This is going to gum up the works. As far yeah, as that's <laughs> going to freak some people out. <laughs> it, yes, yes, and it's going to take forever to get. My children already scan their magic bands for everybody's picture. We come home, and it's like, I don't know these people. Why are you scanning the magic band to get the people's picture on the ride? And this is going to be a mess. Oh, do they? Oh, all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but getting a three-year-old to uh, scan his thing every time they go through the turnstile is going to make the line. I know my nephew's four, and I have no idea how he would is going to do this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to that's remember terrifying. which finger? Like, which finger did you scan? Did you scan? I don't know. We've uh, we're taking my nephew next year, and we've started practicing with an old magic band of mine, having him leave it on because oh, it's yeah. like he puts we put it on, it's gone in five minutes. I'm like, where'd your band go? <laughs> like, you can't lose that, dude. You won't be going to Disney World if you don't keep taking it off. So I can only imagine what it's going to be like to explain to him to use the same big finger, you know. Every day, uh, it's going to be a nightmare. This is a terrible idea. And what, what happens with kids who don't have fingerprints? What happens then? Is that a thing? You know, like from that movie Seven. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that actually like, <laughs> freaks me out. Oh, it's it's we don't want the kids for the movie X-Files. 7 in Disney World anyway. I guess they can't come to Disney World. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Stay they use their toes or their tongues. I don't know. But, I mean, really, think about, like, all of the times we touch our fingers to that and then we don't wash our hands. Think about where kids put their fingers and they're touching yep. it. Oh, it's yeah. not No. Mm-mm. No. It's gross. <laughs> it's gross. So how long do we think this will last? I'm going to go with it's going to get. Go back that they changed their mind? 
I think it's going to get a pretty negative response, but I'm not a mom, so I don't know. <laughs> my son's been you doing it all along anyway. My son, I, believe it or not, my little six-year-old son, every time we go and, you know, he scans his magic band, he puts his little finger on the thing whether he needs to or not. You know, so oh, he's been practicing. He's been practicing. He knows what to do. So knows, it's, it's yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think my sons would have no problem with it. They have to do it at SeaWorld, so it doesn't really bother me any. But the idea is that Disney is doing this because there's people scalping the tickets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, the children's. Yeah. Children's tickets. I think the I mean, only there's... problem will be for like the three and four year olds. That might be an issue. Anybody like five or six, even five year olds. Yeah, maybe. school age, they'll be. Yeah, I think they'll be fine once like kindergarten. Like six or seven, I think they'll understand it. It's just well, they can't read. The really little It'll be ones. difficult. <laughs> We're gonna have to lift the three and four year olds up, you know, to reach the thing, and yeah, Especially I'll let you with... guys know. <laughs> <laughs> Couple weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <it's laughs> we need a report on how this is going to put. Yeah, maybe some photos of that. That might be fun. To <laughs> what else do we have, Shelby? Disney World Swan and Dolphin Hotels to hold a presidential contest. The Swan and Dolphin Hotels at Walt Disney World have released a special promotion in honor of the presidential election. The resort will be electing a, quotes, presidential candidate to stay in one of the resort's 12 presidential suites. The winner can bring along four cabinet members on their three-day, two-night term. Complimentary transportation from the airport will be provided and the party members will be greeted with a red carpet welcome and a personal escort to the suite. The resort's award-winning pastry chef, Laurent Brenlard, will create a special treat for the guests, and the candidate will receive a state dinner with a $250 dining certificate that can be used at any of the resort's restaurants. The winner and their guests will also receive two-day Walt Disney World Park Hopper tickets. To enter the contest, visit www.swandolphin.com backslash offers, backslash presidential, backslash, to sign up for the Swan and Dolphin newsletter by November 8th, 2016. The winner will be announced on November 9th. This sounds nice. amazing. Yeah, I know. This is this is a great idea. I mean, okay. it's a great way to bring some, some humor to this whole election. Yeah, do you guys <laughs> remember when they, in past election years, they used to have a thing where you could vote for mayor of Disney Disney World, like Magic Kingdom, and it was Pooh Bear or Mickey Mouse or something. Yes, yes. They used to run Pooh Bear for president yep, every year. Pooh Bear for president. I would, uh, I'd vote for him. He would be him. good. I, I, I don't remember honey. that. Money for everyone. Yeah, it was years ago, but they used to. You could still find the T-shirts and stuff on uh, eBay <gasps> and everything now and then. But they used to run Pooh Bear for president. And it was hilarious. Yeah, that's this kind <laughs> that of. That's cute. But this is. I'm ready to try this right now. Yeah. That sounds like a dream come true. Has anybody stayed in the Swan and Dolphin? I stayed at the Dolphin once. What'd you think? Of- I, uh, the hotel itself was okay. I was more excited because they were hosting BotCon there that year, the Transformers convention. <laughs> <laughs> oh, spectacular! <laughs> so we had no idea. We kind of went in the lobby, and there were toys everywhere. So my eyes lit up a little bit. Uh, the hotel itself is less magical than the. The ones on property, but I, I guess one would expect that. Those are the two that aren't owned by Disney, correct? That's right. I stayed at the Swan once a few years ago, and I, let me tell you the best thing about that was the karaoke bar. Oh, really? <laughs> we had a lot of fun at the karaoke bar, so I would do that again. <laughs> yeah, we went to the Swan on our way to Hollywood Studios one night. We walked from Epcot to Hollywood Studios, and long story short, 
the warmth in the bathroom made me cry because we didn't even have hot water in our hotel room. So I was really sad that I was cold. So that's my funny swan story. <laughs> kind of sad, kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, less, less funny and more sad. I went to the bathroom and it was warm in there and I cried because I was cold and I'd been cold for like three days. And long story short, after Disney found out that I cried in their bathroom, they made that a little situation a little bit better. But... <laughs> Yeah, they're they're pretty good that way. We always take the boat from uh from Epcot to Hollywood Studios or vice versa. And that the fountain in the front, I don't even know which one it is, but it has the giant fountain with like the giant seashell. It's so the kids love it. It's so cool and so beautiful. Yeah, yeah that's the Swan, I think, right? Is it? I can never tell them apart. Yeah, they're close to Epcot. I think that's the one one nice advantage. Now they are included on bus service, but they are not included on Magical Express, correct? Right. Correct. That's what I thought. Yeah. Right, you are. So they're Disney related, but not Disney owned. Right. Exactly. Yeah, they're like yeah. fourth cousin. They're not. Yeah, immediate family. Fourth cousin. Yeah. Fourth cousin. <laughs> yeah. Same with the the Four Seasons now. Yes. Yes. And I saw online on our Disney travel agent like destination email that they're offering a good neighbor hotel package now for Walt Disney World. So I don't know if that's because of attendance or that's just something that went over really well in California, but. And they're offering those good neighbor hotel packages. So I'm excited to see how that's going to compare to the Walt Disney World Resort packages, what they're going to yeah. offer to them. That's cool. Yeah, that would open up some options. Sure. Yeah, I'm. it didn't exactly say. I'll have to look up. But it just said that they were going to start offering that. So that's kind of an interesting. We'll find out. I guess. Keep us in the loop. We'll find out here. Great. Shelby, do you have another story for us? Yeah. Last news story for the night is PhotoPass Magic Shots from Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. With the first Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party on September 2nd, Disney World released a preview of the PhotoPass Magic Shots that will be offered during the party. The preview consisted of a photo with the Headless Horseman, a photo with a ghost driver of the hearse in front of the Haunted Mansion, and two animated shots, one in front of the pumpkins on Main Street in which two grave diggers appear next to the guests, and in the other, the guests are standing in front of the castle, and ballroom dancers appear. To view the animated magic shots, you must have an active memory maker account. <laughs> Sorry, that threw me off. <laughs> yeah, but a squeaker. <laughs> Sorry, guys. These looked really good. These Has... shots looked. I mean, I'm a huge fan of the headless horseman to begin with. I just think he just looks yeah, amazing, too. and they just me they too. really are. They're really cute, and uh, yeah. I saw them on the yeah. Disney Parks blog. I think it was. Put them up. They look spectacular. Yeah. We're going to be at the Halloween party this oh, year. Cool. And I think we're going to buy the Memory Maker for the first time. Oh, it's worth it. Oh, I we love Memory Maker. Love Memory Maker. We've, we've always – we love taking our own photographs, so we always thought, why bother? But this is the last time probably we're going to be going as a family. My son's about to graduate high school, and we have lots of pictures of all of us, but none of all of us together. Right. Somebody's always behind <laughs> yeah. the camera. We thought this yeah. would fix that problem. Yeah. Is anyone oh, yeah. going to the Halloween party this year? Yes. I, I wish. I am. We're going to be there on Halloween. I'm, be there. Are you? I'm not sure yet. Yep. You're not sure? <laughs> I will... I'm October 18th. I can't wait. Counting September 29th. So yes. getting close. Awesome. That parade and the fireworks are the most incredible thing. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. I'm going to make my family see the parade twice. I don't care. Like, yeah. Right Last time we were there. <laughs> We ran into a family who it was their second party night, and they hadn't planned on going twice. But after they saw the parade the first night, they went straight to the uh, office of Main Street and saw 
to see if they could buy tickets for the following wow. day and ended up doing Smart. that so they could see it again. Yeah, they were having they were just having a large time. Yes. <laughs> we uh took my oldest three nieces and nephews last year and we did the party and we didn't really think about having them out all day and then having them out all night. So about fifteen minutes before the parade, first parade, they fell asleep on Main Street on the oh. concrete. <laughs> just right on the floor. So yeah, literally leaned up against a trash can all three of them just conked out so i stayed behind because i wasn't about to miss it and their parents and then went home so i'm always really sad that they missed that but definitely the best part of the party yeah well, well and this I year it was always if you fell asleep you got left <laughs> everybody just you, if you were sleeping on the sidewalk then that's where that's you laid until you woke yep. up and then <laughs> this year the party's a little bit different because the the costume requirements have have changed Right. So, right. I mean, you're allowed well, to right. wear Adults them. Aren't allowed to wear costumes, I think correct? they've loosened that a little bit. I think you can, but um, there are definitely the requirements have have tightened up a lot. I know on a normal day, adults are not allowed to wear costumes at all. I think for the Halloween mm-hmm. party, uh, they they do allow it, but they have much tighter restrictions. So, you know, it's a good time. And I actually had answered a question about this once with the moms panel, which we'll get to um, about Disney bounding. It's a good time for if you don't want to wear a full costume or, you know, you don't know exactly what the requirements are now. It's a good time to do the sort of the Disney bounding where you're sort of your outfit is inspired by a Disney character, but you're not necessarily in full costume. So that's that's always fun to just sort of, you know, take that opportunity to dress up just a little bit if you don't want yes. to go full costume. Yeah, that's a good my idea. my costume is inspired by the Disney movie Halloween Town. If anybody remembers that from the 90s, late sure. 90s. Yes. yes. So yeah. my, that's what my costume is inspired by because we dress up as toys as Toy Story from last year. And just that was just a lot to put together. So it's a lot more comfortable and <laughs> a, lot a lot more lot fun. Pack too. Yeah. Just a lot to put together. Just, you know. And pack. Yeah, exactly. For something I'll never wear again. Right. Disney banding. That's a good option. What has everyone dressed up as a, in the past? I haven't. I've never we been there. We all wore the I've, same. We wore the same T-shirt last time That's we went, cool. but it wasn't so much a costume. <laughs> we just all wore <laughs> the same shirt. <laughs> yeah, the last time we went, my younger son was Mickey Mouse and I was Minnie Mouse. Oh, that's fun. That's cute. Uh, we went last October and dressed up as characters from Peter Pan. Oh, that's what I'm we're doing so this jealous. year. Yeah, that's it was great. My, um, I have three kids, and my oldest son um, dressed up as Peter Shadow. And then um, my middle child uh, was Peter, and my daughter was Tinkerbell. And I was Wendy, and my parents went as Mr. and Mrs. Darling. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of people in the park walking around asking my dad, like, oh, you've got the best dad. Would you be my dad? Like, he's just a Disney (laughs) fan. So it was was pretty cool. Jen K, by the way. I know. know Last year, we went. We were there on Halloween. We were in Epcot. And I saw a whole family dressed in Civil War garb. And I was like, and it's 90 degrees out. And... Yeah, oh, that's yeah. hardcore. Sweating. <laughs> <Just look. laughs> Some of those costumes are not breathable. No. Yeah, that's why we decided we're probably not going to do any sort of dressing up this year. We're actually doing the Keys to the Kingdom tour the same day we're doing the Halloween party. So all day long, I'm not sure I'm going to want to be doing a costume yeah, all day. Yeah, that's a long day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. 
Yeah, yeah that's a really long day. Um, one year we went with my uh, extended family, and all of the women dressed up as pumpkins, and the men dressed up as farmers. They wore um, overalls. <laughs> that's and cute. That's great. That was a good way to get a whole group um, into the Halloween spirit. Yeah, because sure. it's hard. Because there are we're bringing my dad this year, and there's five of us, and I was I'm big on theming. And what could we do? And, you know, we've been researching (laughs) what does everybody want to be? And nobody, you know, so that's what we're doing Peter Pan this year, too. And yeah, I'm excited. (laughs) It's classic. Yes. yes. (laughs) This is my first time doing the Memory Maker. Does anybody have any any PhotoPass tips or the easy way to take advantage of that? Because we've never even – I've never even really looked into it before this trip. Take, Take as many as you can. Right. Yes. Oh, yeah. But they, and they anytime, add up, too. It's, yeah. Anytime there's a photo pass, you know, photographer, just stop and have them take the picture and, and definitely do all the um, magic shots. Those turned out really well. I was really impressed with the quality of them, and it was fun to look back with the family and um, see the animation of it. I yeah. Agree. yeah. Can you all tell pictures, which photographers the have the magic shots? You just ask. You Some ask of them it. will offer. Right. And then sometimes you have to ask and just be like, hey, do you have a magic shot? And they'll tell you yes or no, or they'll tell you who does. Some of them have props that are pretty cool. They make you look like you're in a Polaroid picture or you're like a frame, stuff like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. They do. I know for sure they do that on Hollywood Boulevard and Hollywood Studios. And they keep track of this via your magic band. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's convenient enough. <laughs> and how about the... It includes the ride photos too. How do you how do you get them? How do they know who belongs to which photograph? You, you can scan the well. you Get the wrong one. I've gotten the wrong one. Like, <laughs> <laughs> who's that when, guy? Yeah. You get some other family. Uh, that's yeah. Right, yeah. yeah, like that's yes, why I said. Yes. My my children go right up at the end of the ride and just boom, 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 boom down the line. It's like, what yeah. are you doing? Don't yeah. you? Like, no. <laughs> and you get a picture, and you get a picture. Yeah, exactly. Picture. <laughs> exactly. You're gonna like you get our families down, like. Here I yeah. got you a free picture. There are yeah. a couple so of like that Buzz Lightyear. Do you wait? Do you see your families? Buzz Lightyear yeah, yes. Space Ranger spin. You actually go and you you touch your band to the Mickey head that corresponds to your photo. Same thing, Splash Mountain. I think you you touch your your band to the Mickey head. For something like um like Seven Dwarfs Mine Dwarfs Train, Mine Train. Yep. it works yeah. with the RFID and it mm. it it actually recognizes you it finds you so you're you don't do anything you don't there's nothing at the end of the ride that you touch your band to it just knows who you are which is terrifying but that's it, it's a good one too and it that's, yeah and it, and that's that a good one video it's animated yeah. yeah that's a good that one that one has it has still photos and it has it has a quick video so that's a, yeah that's a really fun one and tower of terror oh. does that too right tower of terror has a yes. video yep. yeah yeah a video one? yeah but you have to touch that has... one at the end plus in yeah. january you did at least has anybody been through Small World since they started reading the Magic yep. Bands and showing yes. guest names up at yeah, the end? Sure. No. Yes. It works. It's very cool. Yes. It yeah. what, what are the chances of getting – I'm going to have to ride that ride until my wife's name shows up. So how many times am I going to have to ride Small World? Jeez, I don't know if it's random. I, it was there when we came out at yeah. the end. Uh, both our names were on the on the screens. Didn't they do something with uh, – or Haunted Mansion as well with that where yes. it – Yes. Yeah. Yes. The, yeah. the ghost at the end. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They really? said yeah. something like, New York, here we come when we kind of zoomed through. So we were like, oh, that's great. And then another time it said Tennessee, and we were like, what is that? We didn't know. I feel like they're, they're fine tuning it, but 
it works for the most part. They're connecting the magic bands to the rides. Yeah. 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 I think we'll probably see a lot more of that. That's because that's that's got people really excited. Probably not just my. We have it. But (laughs) cool. All right, I think that's the end of the news. Yes, that's the end. That's all you had, Shelby. Excellent. Great. Thank you, guys. Thanks, everyone, for the news. That's all the news from the Magic Kingdom and from Disneyland. And uh, I think now we're going to go to Kathy uh, to talk about the Moms panel. Kathy, take it away. All right. Thank you, Lynn. Well, this time of year, in certain Disney circles, Disney fan circles, you'll you'll feel a lot of excitement and anticipation because it is the start of the Disney Parks Moms panel search. Uh, the Disney Parks Moms panel, if you don't know, is a group of uh, Disney fans, moms, dads, grandparents, who are frequent Disney visitors, know lots and lots about the parks, and they or we, because I'm a panelist too, um, take questions from guests who are planning their Disney vacations. So every year about this time, they open up the search for people who would like to try to become uh, mom's panelists. So this year's search is going to start on Wednesday, September 7th. It starts at 12 noon Eastern time, Mickey time. And it will last until Wednesday, September 14th, also at 12 noon. And it's a series of rounds. Start with round one. You'll go on, log into your My Disney Experience account and start the application process by answering a couple of essay questions. Um, And then you'll also get a sample question that's similar to one that might be submitted to the actual panel. And then at at a certain point, then they'll, they'll judge those and then you'll certain number of people will make it to round two. Round two then gets to be lots of fun. You have more essays and you get to make a video based on a topic that they give you. And then certain people will advance then to round three, which is the telephone interview. This is going to be the 10th anniversary of the panel, so it's a really special year for them. It started in, the first search happened in 2007. There have been over 100 panelists so far uh, that have been named to the panel, so they're you know, joining good company there. And then when you go and you you sign in and you start the process, then one of the things you'll do is you'll choose a specialty that you wanted to apply for. And that's Walt Disney World Resort is one, Disneyland Resort, uh, Disney Cruise Line, Disney Vacation Club, Run Disney, and the Wide World of Sports. Uh, they are They answer questions in four languages, English, Spanish, French, and now Portuguese. Those are new uh, last year. And, you know, basically, if you're the go-to person in your circle, the person that everybody comes to when they're planning a trip to one of the Disney properties, then you might want to think about go ahead and, you know, go online and, and put in an application because it's a lot of fun. I've had a great time. I was a Disney Moms panel class of 2015 and we just it's a great time we love helping guests plan those magical vacations so just about anything any any question that you have one of the panelists has gone through exactly what you're going through Uh, so there's almost no question that we can't answer so you know if you wanted to go ahead and, and apply for that then watch for it on September the 7th and you'll go to you can go to disneyparksmomspanel.com and find some information there or also momspanelsearch.com to find out all you need to know to apply for the Disney Parks Moms Panel 2017. Wow, that's amazing. That's a, it sounds like quite a, a vetting 
process to go through in order to be selected? It, it is. It, yes. Jen, is that you? <laughs> yeah, it is. It's Jen Jen's, Kate, yes. Yeah, Jen, Jen is applied, is, has applied in the past too, so yeah. I have also applied three years in a row. I made it to the second round last year. Unfortunately, did not get chosen to move on. Terrible. Yeah, I, I've advanced to the finals uh, twice and didn't wasn't chosen for the panel yet. So I don't know what the magic formula is, but it's certainly a fun time of year. And um, it's a nice way for other people um, in the Disney community to get, to get together. There's a lot of um, excitement on Twitter and Facebook um, with all the applicants, you know, that you're talking about, um, you know, when the next round is and, um, you know, conversing with current panelists and they're encouraging. And it's really just a, a way that people want to spread the magic and share their love of Disney with other people. So it's, it's a really fun time of year. It is a fun time of year. And, and, you know, now that you mentioned that it's once you finish that first round is only a week long, but it takes them a month or so to go through all the applications and to narrow it down to the next round. So there's a lot of waiting, you know, Mm -hmm. you go through that first round and then from round one to round two, you're just kind of anticipating and waiting for those, that announcement Mm -hmm. to come out. So there's a lot of, a lot of that camaraderie builds up. As Jen said, Jen and I have been friends, you know, on Twitter for a while from, from, you know, from having gone through this process. So, yeah, you, you kind of hold each other up, and it's a great support system, too. And we've made lots and lots of friends, you know, for me both on the panel and also before I made the panel, I, you know, I was, I made lots of friends with, with some of the fellow hopefuls. Right. So, and I've applied twice. Uh, my, I, my first time applying was for the 14 panel, and I made it uh, to round three, and I, I didn't make the panel that year. And then my second year I applied, I actually did make it for the 2015 panel. So there are lots of people who apply. There are people who have applied every year. Uh, there are people who applied the first time and got on, So and then right. everything in between. So you never know. Are you on for one uh, a year yes. or two years? One, one year, year, yeah. One year. I, I I was active for one year. Right now, I'm inactive. I'm I'm still a panelist. Technically, I'm still a panel. Once a panel, once a once Disney panelist, mom, always a Disney mom. Right. <laughs> yep. Um, so I'm I'm still ta- I'm a panelist, but I'm inactive. Uh, so I was only active for the one year. So, you know, it. You never know. It's. It, we, you, we were signed up for one year and then you could come back for a second year. And so they just, some people did and some people didn't. So it's just, nobody knows. <laughs> and there are it, people yeah. in the past who've, you know, were on for a year and then off for two years and then have rolled back on. And then so back. I think, right. Yeah. I think it just depends on where they're looking for specialties and, yes. and, you know, knowing um, their current pool of applicants. That's kind of how I've always looked at it. You know, sometimes your time is just, you fit the puzzle. So. It's a puzzle. That's it. That's what we always say, right? It's a puzzle. Yeah. Wow. Now, you Kathy, is it, is it once you uh, do it for a year, that? or or you're just there for good? Uh, so for me, if I were to be a panelist or to be active again, I I don't have to apply again. No. Once that's what we were saying. Once once a panelist, always a panelist. You can be invited back to to be active again. Um, but yeah, no, I I I won't I won't ever apply she again. She doesn't have to go through the the gauntlet. <laughs> No. <laughs> is it is it true that Disney dads occasionally get selected for the mom's panel? Yeah, it is true. It's ah. absolutely true. We have a number of Disney dads. In fact, um, there was one in my class, and there have been other classes where there have been, been like three or four, I think, in one right. class. Right. Um, but yes, there are absolutely Disney dads. We love our Disney dads. Mm. Love our Disney dads. Yeah, and we have a couple of grandparents too. We have grandparents. Yes. We have, um, 
yeah, it's the mom's thing is it's right. It's an outdated. Yeah. yeah, it originally started as just moms, but quickly branched out. So I think they've just kept it because they've got all the branding already set. Sure. Yeah, I, right. It's already done. Yeah. I thought I read on a blog or a website, and I wish I would have wrote it down that they were changing the name this year from to Disney Family something instead of Disney Moms because of that. Maybe I could not be wrong on um, that. Not. Not this year. I don't know if there's any plan for that in the future, but this year it's it's still Mom's Panel as far as I know. They I know they just redesigned the logo, and it still says Mom, so <laughs> as far as I know. Maybe I just made that up. That's fine. <laughs> or a little bit of thinking. Yeah, you know, a lot of the stuff that's in the fan community sometimes I think is, you know, what people hope. And sometimes that comes to fruition, but, you know, until yeah. it's actually in stone. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I'm really sad this year. I'm no longer eligible to apply since I'm a Disney travel planner. Travel, so, right. yeah, right. so I didn't right. realize I was given that, uh, but that's okay because I get to answer questions for Disney every day, all the time, right. all the time. Now, if you are currently working as a travel planner, then yeah, you're you're ineligible. But if if you have been one in the past and then you're not one anymore, um, then you can then you can. As far as I understand, you just can't be actively working as a travel planner. So if you if you stop doing it and you wanted to apply again sometime, you could do that. Right. And the only other requirements are you have to have visited. If you're applying for the parks, you have to have visited um, within the last 12 months. And I believe it, for, the, for the cruise, that's um, 24 months. 24 correct, months, Kathy? right. Yes, that's right. And how long is that window <laughs> open? It opens on September 7th. September 7th. And you can apply until? Until noon on September 14th. So you have one week to apply. One week. And yeah. I guess my and best of advice would be check your spelling and yes. use proper names. So if you're talking about Walt Disney World, that's fine. It's the property. And I'm sure Kathy can speak to this more, but it's, you know, Disney's Magic Kingdom, not the Magic Kingdom or. Magic you know, Kingdom just... is one of those that is, it is, Magic Kingdom is just Magic Kingdom. But, you know, we, we tend, especially us as super fans, we tend to speak in acronyms, right? You know, right. WDW mm -hmm. and MNSSHP and MSEP and, and, you know, we know what we're talking about. And even on, on the panel, the questions come in using those acronyms. A lot of our, a lot of our visitors to the panel, they know the same acronyms that we do, but, but. You know, most of the people, if you're planning, they really don't. So, so you know, spell out the use your proper nomenclature and spell out the names for things. Use the proper names for things, and yeah, it uses up some of your characters. But you know, that think about the first time visitor who who's never been and doesn't you know, know doesn't know all these things. They don't have any idea what MNSSHP stands for. So, right. you know, we that's our job to make sure that we're clear and that people understand. Um, you know what we're talking about. So yes, yeah, spelling and grammar count absolutely, but so does personality. Mm -hmm. You know, you you want to make sure. You know, we say you have to sprinkle it with pixie dust, and and you do definitely want to do that. But you also need to have a little bit of yourself in it too. That that matters. Be yourself, and you know, as Jen said, use your your nomenclature. Just know what the names of things are, and you know the, your Disney facts. Make sure that you have you have your facts straight. Make sure that you're you're giving proper and correct information. That's right. something that you know we all make mistakes, and goodness knows if you go back and look at some of my questions, you might say, "Yeah, no, I don't know if that's quite right." <laughs> so, so none of us are perfect, but you want to make sure, especially during the application process, you just double and triple check everything. It all it it all counts. <laughs> are you planning on applying again this year, Jennifer? 
Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> um, you know, every year that I've been eligible, I have applied. I am eligible this year. I was um, at Walt Disney World last October, so I would be eligible, but I haven't decided, honestly. You know, it, um, I, making it to the finals for a couple years was really exciting and um, was a really you know, a little bit of a heartbreaker when I didn't make the panel, especially the second time. So I don't know if I just need a breather from it right now, maybe just to kind of rejuvenate my spirit a little bit. <laughs> um, but I'm sure I will apply at some point in the future. Great. It sounds like a lot of fun. It is. It, you know, and that's actually what's pulling me back to apply this year is that camaraderie that's developed between the applicants it's a lot of fun you know and everybody's trying to guess when you know everybody's trying to guess who's going to make the panel and everyone's trying to guess um you know when the next round is going to come out or what questions and you know people are comparing answers and it's fun because you do see people's personality and and also people's love for disney it's truly a passionate community as we know um because we all have those same feelings but it, it's definitely fun to share that and and share that excitement throughout this time of year yeah we have a great time you know we kid with each other and we support each other and you know we everybody you know whether you make it or not there's always somebody there that can lift you up and say hey great job right. or you know, you know, we're in the waiting room for next year. <laughs> and there's definitely there's a lot of people who have applied who you know applied for many years and didn't make it and then you know made it. So there's always yes. um, hope. Right. Whenever you see somebody that's applied every single year and then finally they get their they get their magical email or their magical phone call, that's hope for everybody else. It can happen for me too. Kathy's <laughs> proof of that. That's great. That's true. Yeah. Good luck to all who are applying again this year. Mouse Life Podcast theme music is provided courtesy of Shadows of Life.